live from the 1980 Spank Bank waiting room. <laughs> it's shenanigans. <laughs> this week Hi. we have Ellen with a Y. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I was watching 80s movies this weekend. Oh, were you? Yeah, because I'll tell you a story in just a minute. I'll introduce everybody. Okay. <laughs> Matt? So I had my dick stuck in a toaster this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Rich? You got to put my headphones on. Matt's whispering. Am I? I thought I was talking. Can you hear oh. me now? Yeah, I got my headphones on. Okay. Walden. Mm, yeah, yeah. Walden's <laughs> got the beard coming in, the goatees did you, fall. Did you hear? He's that putting was his, his winter scruff on? That was his Bill Belichick impression right there. Was it? Yeah. No, that was not my Bill. <clears throat> He's got some Bill dirty Belichick. penguin on his hat. <laughs> dirty penguin. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Oriole. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I see the dirty penguin there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a penguin, but his hat's it's dirty. It's like a penguin with a... It's an orange penguin. It's the greatest. Looks like he's high. <laughs> <laughs> you got the womb room filling in pretty good. This? Yeah. Thanks. You're gonna grow it out, braid it. And no, shit. it's it'll be gone soon. I'm I'm thinking. Well, that was one thing I saw this past weekend when I was dropping my daughter off at college. The bad facial hair. When did the 1978 Ron Jeremy porn stash come back into style? Oh my gosh, a couple years ago. It's awful. People at work, when I was working corporate, I would see all these trendy yuppies with all that. Like they, just the f- facial hair, real scruffy, like the 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 three day shadow, you know, where it's just not a beard, but it's, it's not no, really no, because scruffy. nobody's father ever taught anybody how to shave. Yeah, there's no and, grooming and that, that that goes back to if you can't grow a, a real beard, then you need to learn how to shave. But, but you know what? For the defense of these guys, they're like, what chicks dig this right now? Like, but, I want. But they're, they're stupid. That's well, why. That's that would, why the doctor slapped them when they were born. Yeah. But they're like, man, I don't know. Chicks seem to love it. They come up and like, look how cute. And they're getting girls, you know. So they're like, why would I do anything different? I'm like, I wouldn't. I just, I go from, from no facial hair to beard, you know. So <laughs> I don't have that luxury of well, it's, uh It's one thing if it's, if it's a, a groomed, scruff-look beard that would grow in full if you let it grow out. Yeah. This patchy, scrumbuck Johnny fucking... Depp. Mm. Fucking meth head looking shit is just retarded. Wolverine looking. Yeah, it's just stupid. Joe Deerte. Right. But the, like the guys that look like they have pubes growing out of the side of their face. Right. Yeah, that's and not. it comes way down on their and chin. Y- yeah. <laughs> your beard shouldn't be on your fucking neck either. Go, oh, I want to punch people when I see that. <laughs> that's it. I'm growing a neck stupid. beard this winter. <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> well, I can't. That's why I'm clean shaven. I Andrew can't do Luck it. would beg to differ about the neck beard. <laughs> <laughs> fucking stupid. That's not a neck beard. That's just my chest hair going up. <laughs> you you could get away with that problem. <laughs> Because of my heritage. <laughs> they said anything bad, I can call them racist. Right. Are you thinking that the word heritage has something to do with hair? It does. It's in a book. <laughs> science. Science. <laughs> it's science. Didn't you learn that in school? <laughs> so what did you what, So go with the introduction. I need to know more about that. So after we dropped off our daughter, we decided that we we're going to go to Watkins Glen for the evening. And then... That's the, the racetrack day. place? Yes. Why does the Spank Bank story start with your daughter? It starts with Watkins Glen. And it starts with he was he was emotional. And Matt will understand if he's been anywhere near Watkins Glen in the last forty years. Oh yeah, we stayed at the Glen Motor Inn. <laughs> <laughs> it has not been changed since nineteen seventy five. The sheets haven't been changed since nineteen forty five. The bed bugs celebrate birthdays there. <laughs> They asked us if we wanted the Paul Newman room, which is a smoking room, which they can get away with because 
Paul Newman was a smoker, and there's some historical preservation bullshit about it. So which, it's only which, smoking. Which is complete horseshit. They just don't right. enforce it. Yeah. And so they only call it that because there's we Italian have, dressing spilled all over the carpet. Yeah. They, well, they that's not Italian it dressing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like ranch that's dried. <laughs> <laughs> so you had, somebody let a bird in here? <laughs> they had two rooms left. You could have the Paul Newman room or you had this other room. And we, I said, I don't want a smoking room. I want yeah. the regular room. Didn't matter because the whole place used to be a smoking place 20 years ago. But again, they haven't changed the comforters or anything. So it smelled <laughs> like a smoking room. Right. Like turn on the TV, nice flat screen TV. The only channel you get is TV Land. <laughs> Heck yeah, I'd be right there with it. Well, that's right up my alley. The cable is kind of spotty out there. It is. You're not supposed to stay in the hotel there. You're supposed to sleep there and then go see the town and go race. Well, go that's hiking. what we. That's what we did. We got there about eight o'clock, and all the restaurants closed at nine because of COVID bullshit. So they had one sports bar that was open until eleven. So we went to a sports bar to get something to eat because we hadn't eaten dinner yet. And then we got back, and Money took a shower, and I turned on the TV, and I, it's on TV Land, so I tried to change it. Every channel I went to came up blank except for TV Land. So all these 1980s television shows and movies were all around there. Oh, perfect. That's, that's Spectrum telling you to get in the fucking shower. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's just background noise anyway. Well, Wendy wasn't feeling great, so she wanted to take a hot shower to see if it helped her feel better. Because she drove all day, and then we helped move patients into her dorm. It's not a short drive. No. There's, and the problem, no, going no to, shortcut. No. the problem going to Oneonta is once you leave the thruway, it is backcountry roads that aren't entirely paved all the time. Right. And they're like, right. they're not two-lane roads. They're like a lane and a quarter. <laughs> so if there's another car coming, you're on the shoulder. Yeah, and you're dodging schmellies. <laughs> Definitely dodging schmellies. <laughs> which we got to ask you about your conspiracy theory. Amish, my theory, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. But before we get to that, I want to. I have a couple different beers here. There were six packs, but there's only, these are the only two that are left. I had two six packs that I got on Friday. And what today is? Today's Monday. So those two six packs are gone, except for these two bottles. Oh. That's not bad. That's a good. That's that's a good ratio. So Wagner Valley Brewing Company, it's just outside of Watkins Glen on the east side of Seneca Lake. Fantastic place. And they Compared gave me, to what? They gave me a discount, so that's uh-huh. why I'm saying Wagner Valley Brewing Company. Wagner Valley Brewing Company. This is a Sugar House Maple Porter. Oh, Ooh, nice. Maple yeah. Porter. Mm-hmm. And this one is a Sled Dog Doppelbock. Bock. Doppelbock? They're, oh, yeah. They're both dark beers. And they are smooth, man. Especially nice. that sugar house maple. It's really good. So I'll pour a little bit for each of you. Why is there dog in the name? I don't know. Sled dogs? I don't know. Okay, I'm going to try it anyway. I'm going to have to get more cups. You though. never drank a red dog? Mm. I had no. a red dog. Red dog. I have the pool knockoff I have the pool uh, light red dog. Oh, did you? <laughs> knockoff Budweiser's. Remember red dog? Yeah, it's like an ice house off shoot. Right. Uh, if, you turn, if you turn the bottle upside down, it looked like... A guy going down on a girl. Oh, just really? Pass him yeah. down. Did I notice that? It was a bulldog. And need to- All right, here is one of the porters. You pass it down. Drink enough to there wind up go. on the floor. <laughs> Matt, can you pass that down to oh, those I fellow cohorts? Certainly will. You're not going to drink any, Matt? Yeah, I'll have one. Okay. There you go. So there's one for you. I'm good. I'm not going to have any. Which one is this one? Al, you got to try a little bit. Yeah, sip. Try a little bit. I'll pour right. just a little bit for you. All right. Perfect. This one is the Sugar House Maple Porter. Mmm. I don't smell maple. No, but you get it in the undertones afterwards, yeah. It has a good head. It's a good beer. For beer. Mm. 
beer guy. Not I can put that. Oh, I can put that on pot roast or pancakes. No doubt. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> a pot roast one on that shit. So, Walden, what do you pot. think? Yeah. It's good. That's like tasty. Lots of undertones of maple. And rich. You like the darker beers, so. That's a good one. It's I would nice. get those. What do they charge for beers now for it's something very like understated. that? $7 a bottle. It is. Like normally a heavy dark beer like this, the alcohol bites a little more. And it's got a higher content. I can't remember what this one was. I want to say. Eight and a half. This one's 6%. Oh. And the Doppelback is eight and a half. Holy shnikes. That's a good one. We used to have to go to Canada to get that stuff. Remember Bredore? Yep. Used to drive up there to get that 8% beer. Carlsberg beer. Not light. Not light. You're not getting a lot of maple out of it. Carlsberg. You will. About 20 minutes later when you burp that burp. (laughs) (laughs) I smell Canada. So we stopped at a couple different breweries. I won't tell you the other one. The other one, the first one that we stopped at was the one that I really wanted to stop at because I liked their website. And that's why don't judge a brewery by its website. <laughs> they had a fantastic website. And the view of Seneca Lake was fantastic. We saw the storm coming in across the lake, and it was just to the south of us. And it was just cool watching the wall of rain come across that lake. It was yeah. really But the beer was less than stellar. They had a cream. Was, iced it, a, coffee. was it a winery also? No, because there was there was a shit ton of wineries before. This one is a winery breweries. and brewery, but yeah. the first one we went to was just a brewery. Was it an elevated platform kind of place? It was up on a hillside. Yeah. Was it two names? Yes. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> was half of the name an animal and the other a geographic? Item. No. <laughs> okay. That's, so. That's golf courses. Yeah. <laughs> right. So my wife got a flight of wines at this Wagner winery, and I got a flight of beers at the Wagner Valley Brewing Company. Then we got, they made their own hot mustard, and we so we got an order. Oh, of, was that good? It was fantastic. It was so good. I think I would have brought back jars of that. I love hot mustard. I'll have to bring it. Wendy and I make hot mustard. I'll bring some to you. All right. So that was a pretty good place. <laughs> I was wondering where that noise is coming from. He's then we went it. to a distillery and spent $200. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> On a bottle. <laughs> On three bottles. <laughs> <A> bottle. <laughs> three bottles. Three bottles, yeah. Three bottles. Yeah. Did one have a vagina on the bottom or something? Is that the number? What is that? Is that a number like 1817 or something like no, that? No, this was uh, Idle Hill. Oh, I don't know that. You went up the east side of the lake. We did. We went up the east side of the lake. They had a smoked That's bourbon. the shit side of the lake, man. Yeah, you got to go up 14. We've done that before, so we're going to do something different. Okay. So they had a smoked bourbon. And you know how sometimes you get a bourbon that kind of tastes medicine-y? Yeah. This did not have that. You had that nice burn and then a vanilla and toffee undertone and aftertaste. So it made you feel like you were it was full, but it didn't like kill you when you swallowed it. Right. Have you ever had the bourbon where they actually put put it in a smoke machine? Do you ever go to those fancy restaurants where you see them? They've got. I bought my wife. She loves smoked I've never whiskey had that. and smoked bourbon, so I bought her a smoker for Christmas. Okay. A, a whiskey. A, glass, a whiskey smoker, right? Whiskey smoker. And yeah. Does it really do anything? Yeah. I just can't imagine that it would, because how long do you leave it in there for? A long time. Okay. It's well, not, then, yeah. If you think they advertise that you can do it right away, but it's yeah. bullshit. Because it looks pretty when they do it on a bar, but I'm like, that can't leave any flavor. No. You, it takes a while. Well, anything like that, the longer it sits, the better it is. Like when you marinate something or infuse something. 
try the Doppelbach? Yes, please. Yeah, I want the Doppelbach. Does that mean there's two of them? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that story, and I'm like, I'm thinking, what poor bastard got to look like me? <laughs> uh oh, he's laughing. That's the eight percent. You don't have a doppelganger. You have a doppelfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, what do you think of the doppelbach? What's the smell? It smells good, doesn't it? He's See, now I'm picking up the maple. I shouldn't reuse the glass. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my favorite beer. No, it's not terrible. I'll tell you what. I think I. Normally, I would drink the porter that we have. That would be my go-to, but I I think I would drink quite a few of these ones. I like this a lot. I think I like this one better. Yeah. A little bit. And I'm a big porter guy, but I think it's just something different for me. This is nice. This, this, has, is, got, this has got a lot more flavor. feels syrupy to me. It's like a party in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that. No, just <laughs> no, this is nice. I like You want a little bit more? No. Rich is our beer connoisseur over there. I can't. Really I'm on the steroids. Trying to pick out the spice that they use. Tarragon. Lafroy. Bay leaf. <laughs> Cardamom? What's that? Allspice. Lowry's. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll go right to the website. We only website. got an ounce of beer. Don't make me spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go down there again, so I'm going to bring more home. I'm going to order ahead of time a case of each. There you go. Do we give you money ahead of time, too, or is it just going to be all your private stock? Uh, I'll share that. All right. Yeah, this almost has a winter warmer taste to it. But not yeah, quite. I feel like I like this. I would get a case of that. I'd give you money for a case of that, too. I would drink that. I think, I hate to say it, but I think I'm all, I might be all portered out. I've been drinking porter for the last eight years, ten years. You can really taste the dog. <laughs> <laughs> the dog. Do you know that wet dog is actually on the scent wheel for wines? Like, it's no wet dog and cat urine and <laughs> dirt. Yeah. I was at a tasting and it did. I think I told you that guys before where I was like, I don't know. I feel like I'm tasting cat urine. It just, it smells like cat piss to me. Tomorrow. You know? Yeah. It so was here I'm going to read each of these that we had. The Sugar House Maple Porter, handcrafted once a year when the maple sap runs. Sugar House Maple Porter is incredibly smooth, dark, and robust. Brewed with dark imported English malt, subtle molasses, and vanilla are balanced by pure New York Sugar House Maple Syrup. I like that. Do you think they church that up the way it sounds when it's really just a bunch of just throwing a bunch of crap in, <laughs> in, a, in a kettle and making beer? It's a bucket of twigs. Like I, I mean, I would do that. I'd be like, yeah, we're doing a center cut, a six ounce center cut filet of bologna. You know, and it's, it's a fried bologna sandwich. You know? <laughs> okay. The sled, six ounces is a lot of bologna. Yeah. The Sled Dog Doppelbach. Awarded best of the Mid-Atlantic in the U.S. BTC 2019 Summer Competition. A true Bavarian-style Doppelbach. Ha. Since the double. Special brewed with only imported Munich malts to provide this beer with intense yet exceptionally smooth dark caramel and molasses flavors. Yep. The huge upfront malt character has wonderfully smooth, strong alcohol presence that is balanced by imported noble hops that make this beer incredibly rich and complex. Hmm. And let's not forget the eight and a half percent alcohol on that yeah, one. Right, that last. So that'll get you. Where, yeah, that'll get you where you need to go a little quicker. So they gave me a quick sample of the Kolsch, which was really good too. Like uh, Grolsch. Yep. And then I had um, this Jumas Porter. It was pretty good too. And I had a Daybreak Pilsner, which was a little hoppier than I liked, but it wasn't terrible. I'm not an IPA guy. You know, you you like IPAs? Sometimes, yeah. You have to be in the right mood for an IPA. Isn't that strange? I, mean, I was just going to say that. The right mood for it, and even then I can have one and a half. <laughs> you know, I don't even get through the second one on the IPA. 
so I know Vinny likes the IPAs, and my parents one time, we were out at Curly's, and I like Sam Adams. The only Sam Adams a Curly had were, was a double IPA, and they're drinking Coors Light, and they keep bringing me beers. I'm like, you got to slow down. They're like, this is only your fourth beer. I go, no, it's like my 10th. Yeah. Because compared to these water that you're drinking, yeah, the, the bullshit that you're drinking, <laughs> but it was super cool. But at ninety four dollars a bottle, you're not getting any of the smoked bourbon. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Some friend you are. Yeah. <coughs> no didn't sliders. We bless, no smoked bourbon. Yeah, didn't well, we bless your kids a with one. the graduation? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see. I'm gonna go back again and see if there's a bulk discount. <laughs> Actually, they sell the the spirits from Idle Ridge or Idle whatever it was. They sell those locally in Buffalo, yeah. so you can go get one. Locally. And when when I had the restaurant, I'm telling you, I go up to the to, to the Finger Lakes when I had the restaurant, and just they were just throwing booze and stuff at you. Here's wine, drink this. You know, sometimes you go in there, they're really strict and like you're only going to get this one ounce, and you have a little bit, and you start talking about what do you do. I own a restaurant in Lockport. I'm looking for a signature wine. I'm. The, the floodgates just open. Then they're just throwing <laughs> stuff at you. Here, have more. I was like, I can't see. I just, no. <laughs> no let's, let's hold off. Can I just see? Please give me water. <laughs> but it's, I, I do. I, I haven't done that in years, but I used to love going there to go to those different things. The distilleries weren't as prevalent back then, though. Mostly just wineries and the breweries. Mm-hmm. I prefer the spirits, the distilling. The weird thing about distilling is that it's still illegal. Like, you can brew your own beer, but you need a federal permit to distill spirits. It's only 200 bucks. Yeah, but you had to go through a huge background check, even if it's just for personal consumption. Meh. So we bought a bottle of straight bourbon whiskey, which was $94 for 75 milliliters. And then we bought two bottles of smoked bourbon whiskey, which was $39. Do you mean 750 milliliters? 375 milliliters. Holy shamoli. That's yeah. smaller. It is. But they're so good. I'm, maybe some. Maybe. Maybe. There's no maybe. Just bring it in. Maybe. I'll just <laughs> see what my wife says because she really likes it a lot. And if I take all her alcohol. Yeah, said you got to put it towards the rent of your studio. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've come to terms with the fact that when it comes to whiskey and bourbon, they're all great. So I don't, I'm not paying that. They're for, not all great, though. I mean, I got to. Have you had that one from Buffalo, One Foot Cock? Yeah. Yeah, you made me drink it. It's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> That's all branding on that. It was With a name bad. like that, it's got, it should be. <laughs> it should, should be a hard swallow. The whole time you're like, ah! It tastes, ah! it tastes better if you drink it out of a brown yeah. paper bag. Maybe. <laughs> That's better. Did you ever have that four and 4.25-inch cock? <laughs> that's, that's tastier. <laughs> you keep conveying that. So, Walden, I thought your son was going to UB, and I was mistooken. You were. He's going to Buff State. Correct. Because we ran into my daughter's boyfriend. Well, we didn't run into him. We took... We took my daughter up there <laughs> to see him, and they only have one trombonist. He called. He said tromboner, and I laughed. In their band, so he's trying to convince your son to play trombone in the band. He goes to Buff State? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. The guy we met at the graduation, the engaged guy? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Not Captain Cuddlepants. Right. The other guy. Yeah, they've got a... He's... Got one of the saxophone players in his dorm too. Anthony plays saxophone. Yep. So, see the, the same dude, or another yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. 
Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, Anthony. Oh, okay. Yep. Had no idea. Okay. What a coinky dink. That is a coinky dink. I loved the campus at Oneonta. Wonderful campus. Small. And the room was nice sized. No, it, it's, it's 10 feet wide by 14 feet long. It's All right. It just will look good in pictures then. I use that same angle to impress Wendy. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Then. <laughs> it looks so big and spacious. <laughs> How did you take a picture of the room from the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> Taint no secret. <laughs> It was nice. And Parents Weekend is coming up the 16th, 17th, and 18th of September. And I'm like, well, we're going we're gonna to go do that. And my other two daughters, the youngest two, have volunteered at the Celtic Festival. So Wendy's like, we can't go. Well, you can't go, but uh. I can. <laughs> so I reserved, I reserved my hotel <laughs> last night. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was going to go right after I got out of, I get out of work at 1.30. So I was going to go home, grab my stuff, and then head out. I think I'm going to take the day off because they have planetarium tour at 7 o'clock. By the time I get out there, check into my hotel, and get to the, the campus, it'll be after 7 o'clock. But I want to see the planetarium show. Yeah. So I'm going to take the whole day off and go out early. I want to see a planetarium show. I'm taking the day off, too. Road trip. <laughs> Buddy trip. Buddy. <laughs> and it just got less romantic. <laughs> Wendy can't go. When, yeah, there's no romance. That doesn't mean Just you can't have a good time. Romance. <laughs> <laughs> Loving you. <laughs> Hit it. Hit the note. Ah! Close enough. <laughs> you really pegged that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he sounds like that. <laughs> so since we last recorded huge Buffalo Bills news, they lost their preseason game. They did, and they lost their punter. Well, did they? Because didn't they gain one in Matt Barkley? I, I was kind of impressed. That, How that, about that 58-yarder into the corner? That was beautiful. <laughs> it was really nice. He might stick around. I said I, I thought he'd be gone soon, but he might stick around now. Well, Tennessee just cut Brent Brett Kern. And Denver, was it Denver cut? Oh, I can't remember his name. But he refused to take a pay cut? Oh, I didn't hear that. But Who's the local Brett, kid from front, Frontier? Brett Kern. Brett Kern, yeah. Grand Island. So they've got options. What about uh, didn't Cleveland pick up our punter? No. No, that was a, a joke. joke. Was, okay. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. I have to say this about Bills fans. They're making a big deal, a huge deal, that they won 10 straight preseason games. Like, a huge deal. Every time you open up the newspaper or read on social media, 10-game winning streak in the preseason. They lose, and they're like, it's only a preseason game. It doesn't really matter. Right. You can't have it fucking both ways. Right. Uh, Fair weather fans. <laughs> I, I seem to remember during the Super Bowl runs, the Bills did not win many preseason games. Uh, like almost none. None. Yeah. So it, it's not a barometer to use. Well, no. You, I mean, you, you hardly use your starters. Right. Yeah. There was speculation this week that O.J. Howard wouldn't make the uh, cut. Is that going to be true, or do you think he's going to stick around? I don't know. Does he have guaranteed I seen, money? I haven't seen him do much. They like the, the young kid. But it doesn't start uh, next week. This week, it starts the following week, right? No, Thursday? it starts Thursday the 8th. Yeah, Thursday the 8th. So, yeah. So I wasn't aware that Buffalo week. signed another OJ. I, th- I was yeah. just going to say, I think it they seems should. seems like a bad idea. Just for his name. Are <laughs> <laughs> they looking to replace the one on the wall then, maybe? <laughs> they just He's take the Simpson good. down and put Howard up? Yeah, exactly. He's got a Super Bowl ring, right, with Tampa? Tampa. Yep. He does. Yeah. Uh, he isn't impressed. So, in all honesty, they're probably going to cut Barkley, I would say. Right. 
yeah. keep Case Keenum. Where does Barkley end up? Does he he doesn't make it to the practice squad? No, oh, he could. Maybe. I, mean, I don't know why they'd want to do that. There's a couple teams out there who need quarterbacks. Off the top of my head, Seattle. Uh, Drew Locke looked yeah, terrible, and Geno Smith is not the answer. But I don't think. Don't they got that Japanese guy that just retired from the Mariners? Maybe he wants to go over Ichiro? to play football. Yeah. <laughs> Get him in there. That's like a multi sport guy. He's talented. What other teams He's looking fast. for a quarterback? Well, for the Bo first Jackson half of the season, yeah. <laughs> Cleveland's looking for a quarterback. Uh, they said they're going to go with Jacoby Brissett. Really? Yeah. Dallas is always looking for a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dak, what part fell off this time? In my opinion, Miami should be looking for a quarterback. Yes. Two was terrible. And he, and he hit uh, Tyreek Hill on, like, a long pass, but Tyreek Hill had to, like, fall three yards back to catch the ball. <laughs> so he, so he doesn't have the doesn't, whole yeah. Baker Mayfield problem of overthrowing. No. <laughs> well, it's Tyreek no, Mayfield Hill. looked freaking fantastic. He did. <laughs> I legitimately drafted Baker Mayfield in one of my fantasy leagues. I saw that. How do you think that's going to go? I think it'll be fine. I need him for week 10. That's all I need him for. All right. That D- Darnold clearly is not going to supplant him between now and then because he only has one ankle. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I think if McCaffrey stays healthy and he's got DJ Moore, I think he could have a really good season. As a Packers fan, I see a bunch of people saying how great Jordan Love looks, and I'm like, are you watching the same fucking <laughs> games I am? <laughs> he's got some work to do. He's got a lot of work to do. Yeah. He's got at least another year under Brett Favre. Oh, no, it's not Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, he's becoming a reclamation project already. Green Bay's not going to know what to do when Aaron Rodgers retires. They're going to go back to that early 80s Green Bay that couldn't win two games. Oh, goodness. You think so? Yeah. Oh, boy. That's not good. Well, they don't have any wide receivers. Oh, Cole Beasley. I mean... He's, he's in Green Bay? No. He was going to try out. He's going to practice They've for Green Bay. They've got Sammy Watkins. Uh, Cole Beasley said, you just don't go from being awesome to not being awesome. It's just it, I'm looking for the right team. And people are just lighting him up like, dude, you're still unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think he's going to catch on anywhere. It's all right. He's still got his rap career. He raps, too. Is it Pretty Boy Rap or is it Gangsta Rap? I can't say that I've listened to a bar of it. Okay. We have to look it up. It might be really good. It might be, but I think we all know that it's going to (laughs) be. My name is Cole, and I'm here to say it's going to be like that. Uh (laughs) Does he have a rapper name? CBs. I don't know. I have no idea. All right. So here's Cole Beasley sometimes. And I guarantee he will not copyright challenge us because you were like, someone's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like this. Is this him? Yeah. Okay. That didn't rhyme. (laughs) Keep telling yourself that, buddy. You're past 17 seconds. (gasps) He sweared. He He auto-tunes his rap. Yeah, he's not very good. I wouldn't call that a rap. It's like, it's got, but it's like everything today. I mean, it's got the synthesizers, and it's all auto-tuned, yeah. and it's him it's just got that click mouthing his too. stuff. I think he's all right. He's on he's on pace with everything else that's out there. Yeah. It's no, unmore, it's no more unlistenable than anything else. 
I'd listen to that on a chill night sitting on the deck, getting my groove on, my head bopping. With all your unvaccinated <laughs> friends. Yeah. <laughs> right. Stay strong, Cole. Don't let them change you. Don't let them change you. I got blocked this week by the B-52s on Twitter. Why? Because well, they don't like Lockport? Because they don't like Lockport, and I called them out on it. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this thing on on their page where tweet us your favorite memory of the B-52s because they're retiring after the tour ends, which I think ends next week. They're not yeah. already retired. Ugh. So I go, oh, yeah, I love the B-52s. Remember when they pulled the Lockport and said they weren't playing in a fucking parking lot until they were shown their contract, and they played exactly to the minute, and then badmouth Lockport on... On their social media page, yeah, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and they blocked me. <laughs> Do you think they pulled your post down too? Oh, it's totally gone. Because I looked down from another account that I have, one of my my ghost accounts that Elon Musk doesn't believe really is there. Oh. <laughs> he thinks you're a bot. Yes. So yeah, it's gone. And they blocked me. And Lockport's such a nice place. They shouldn't badmouth anything about us. Yeah. They, you think they like it because they love rusted tin roofs. Yeah. Right. And they're not exactly in their heyday anymore. Exactly. No. They they pulled in the town, so we're not playing in a fucking parking lot. N- nobody knew that's what the venue was. Really? Because the, the week before, Randy Bachman and uh, what's his name there, Burton Cummings blew the doors off of all the window, all, all the buildings around them. Right. They had eighteen thousand people there. That was the last time the Beefy the Twos played in front of in front of eighteen thousand people. Ninety three years. Right. Probably in the nineties. <laughs> And I like the B-52s, but they were such douchebags when they got here. Douchebags. I wonder if it's just a mob mentality. I wonder if whoever is like kind of the alpha of the B-52s decided they didn't like it, and so everybody said, yeah, you're it right, this Fred. Sucks. Oh, it's Fred. <laughs> Fred is not the alpha. <laughs> the redhead with the He's big boobs. Yeah, that's what I think, yeah. Or the tambourine player. <laughs> Speaking of big tits, so I start. I went back to watching what we do in the shadows. I haven't watched in a couple of weeks, so I'm on episode four, season four, and Nadia is talking about she's trying to get the wraiths to work. Yes, yeah. She's wearing the super low cut with the yeah. push up bra. I'm like, holy fuck! I can't believe she's boobtastic, isn't she? She is. Someone, a friend of mine who watches the show, said, "Oh, she's fat." And I'm like, you're wrong. She's no. thick in all the right places. Right. She's ample. She's <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good way of putting it. She thick. She curvy. And yeah. I like. If I was going to start a magazine, that's what I'd title it. Ample. Thick? Oh, ample. ample. <laughs> the ample of my eye. <laughs> <laughs> I still hear you. <laughs> so anyone else have anything interesting going on slash show? Yeah, I'm riddled with poison ivy. Poison ivy or poison oak? Oak. Oak ivy. Okay. <laughs> I was cutting down some trees, being all masculine, chainsaw, rip, 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 pulling them down. I knew it was poison ivy, but I was just, you know, it was hot, and I just figured, you know what, I'll down these trees, get them all cut up, and just start hammering away. But I shouldn't, like, when it was done, I should have just went and showered right away, but I didn't. I figured I would just do all the cleanup and stuff afterwards. Well, it was so hot, you know. I mean, I did all my cleanup. I did everything, and by that time, it was probably seven hours with the poison ivy on me, so I was too late. So I figured I'll do my, and I get it bad. Like, I don't just get a little bit. I get it bad. Yeah, I have to look at, if I look at the plant cross-eyed, I have it. Yeah. So. Well, I tell you what, guys, you know, I'm, I'm a usually a big fan of this, but uh, my, my bleach and my apple cider vinegar didn't work this time around with the poison <laughs> ivy. Did so. you really try it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Since I get home, I showered. I use that Felsnappa soap right. that I used to get all this. And then camomile lotion. And then, uh, and then, yeah, I just put bleach on me on the spots that I knew were there and stuff, and I'm like, man, it was too late. It was already where it was. Already, it was already there. 
So after a couple like the days, floor of an adult theater. <laughs> yes, <laughs> more than usual. Yes. <laughs> but I had to go get, and I went to, and I didn't even call my doctor. I figured it there, Ben. I had to go there stuff. tomorrow morning. Do you? Yeah. So these just, I feel bad. There's like just people bad mouthing the whole practice right now. All around. But anyways, I went to one of those, uh, what do you call it, that urgent care type place. So I went there and just had a great time. And uh, the guy looked at me. He's like, oh, you put your shirt back on. You're fine. Let's just uh, <laughs> went write a, a prescription. Went to a witch doctor. <laughs> he told me what to do. a prescription for a second shirt. Yeah. <laughs> well, they give you these. I mean, they only give you the one little tube. Like there's this little travel tube of stuff they give you for the steroid cream. Plus, I had to take the steroid pack. So, I mean, I, the steroid cream lasted me two days. And I had to go get more today. You know, and uh, so I should call the, Chris the up. The object of urgent care is that they give you something to tide you then over. Then you go to your primary. And follow up with your primary. Hell, yeah. It's just long enough to get to the pharmacy. Yeah. <laughs> well, they said he gave me two prescriptions. He said if it doesn't do it, just come back and see me. So I'll go see him again anyway at the urgent <laughs> care. I'll be like, hey, I need more, more steroids and more of the other stuff. And those pills, you got to take what six pills, five pills, four pills, three pills, two pills, one yeah. pill. You got to titrate down. Yeah. So it's going more. okay. I feel. I mean, I, I bitch. Like it's just hard to sleep at night. You know, because you're sitting there. I mean, last night I had a, I, I mean, I calamine lotioned up and everything, but now I actually had a spray bottle of alcohol near me. So I'm just sitting there and I'd wake up and I would just spray alcohol on my, like, chest you and put belly. you on the top of that. So. Will that dry it out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's supposed to dry it out. So it did. I mean, other than the huge blazing red eczema scars I have all over me now. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen it where I was just this red and this covered. It's pretty gross. Wow. So. It was like when I got chicken pox. It was terrible. I got it as a teenager. They say the older you get, the worse yeah, it, it is. I had blisters probably inch and a half across. Ouch. It just, yeah, I have scars on my legs and stuff from them. It was bad. But I got, I was in home ec. For, I had to do sewing. My project was sewing. And I was home stuck. I couldn't do anything. So if I screwed it up, I'd undo it and redo it. And I finally brought it in afterwards. And the, the instructor goes, the teacher said, well, you machined this. And I go, no. I had nothing to do, <laughs> so I perfected my sewing skills, <laughs> wow. which is why I'm here, right, Teach? Yes, yeah. exactly. Now you're in a quilting bee. Uh, now you're in a quilting guild. They have guilds now. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And they have interns and what do you call it when you... Uh, apprentice? Yes. Quilting apprentice. Yeah. It's the greatest you fired. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So, Matt? Yes. Your Schmelly conspiracy. It's not so much a conspiracy, it's a theory I have. Okay. Um, there was a, a photo that went around of the local Amish loading up a minivan with beer at a, mm. at a local store. Rumspringa. I'm wondering, what if, you know, all those prim and proper girls that are all buttoned up and they, they wear all those clothes, they just get together and it's just a big fucking party, a big fuck fest get drunk, pound everything out, orgy. And then they've had it for the rest of their lives, and you just go back to... Like once a week, once a month, they just fucking party. Yeah, well, maybe. Or they have a whole year when they're, like, 19. Some of them, depending on yeah. if they follow that. We'll never know. You're going to have to infiltrate. Well, I might, yeah. I might try. I might Can you grow to. the neck beard? No. <laughs> have you seen our dicks? <laughs> <laughs> That was not a letter cutting reference, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, we definitely saw a lot of them down driving down the road between Oneonta and Watkins Glen. They were, yeah. they were driving or they were in their horse and buggy? They were in their horse and buggy. And we saw one of them at a store 
and dude was probably 13 or 14 and a, there was a girl ahead of him maybe 20 21 who was racerific and he was enthralled <laughs> <laughs> Lord nothing Lord better Lord. to do right my company's home office is down in that area and there there's like nothing in this town they have like one little pizza and sub shop right. and they have a dollar general and the dollar general has a hitching post yeah <laughs> nice. nice. There's another one that has a hitching post. We, some of our our stores have hitching posts. You sell gasoline. Any gas? We have stores though too, right? Oh, that reminds me. I was just reading this book. I know, surprising. It's set in Seattle, supposedly, but they go to the Red Apple to get their bread and gas, which seems weird. So I call my brother who lives in Seattle, and they go, "There's no fucking Red Apples out here." The stuff they describe, you know, supposed to be in Seattle reminds me of Western New York. And then the main character's name is Mosier. So did you write a book under a pseudonym? Really? Or a fake name? (laughs) 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 Well, Red Apple comes from the parent company. Okay. The uh, the Red Apple group in New York City, which is... But they're not in Seattle. I, I couldn't tell you one way or the other. I mean, he's that guy's Trump level money, and it's all the Red Apple Group is real estate and grocery stores down in New York City, but not in Seattle. We cannot I, confirm I w- I would or guess deny not, that. But but I, I can't confirm or deny that. All I know is that he owns the refinery, which owns us. So refineries is play money. There's some creative accounting going on there. I'll tell you this: <laughs> I don't want to call him out, but I'm going to call him out anyway. Marathon finally got with the. The program and they're no longer fifteen cents more expensive than anybody else in town. Whoever does their pricing wasn't working. Marathon, they were easily twelve to seventeen cents over everybody else in town. Could it be that Kenyans were overpricing it because they knew people'd pay it? Maybe they seem to run the show around here when it comes to pricing gasoline. Yeah, but it was pretty expensive. I stopped going there because of it. It's the easiest one for me to get to from my house. Yeah, I only I only fill the gas for the lawnmower there because they have right non-ethanol, the right? Yep, I run non-ethanol in my car because it runs better and I get way better gas mileage, unless it's five twenty-seven a gallon, and then I say fuck it, I don't drive enough to worry. <laughs> I'm I'm running on pure native fuel. Are you? Oh, uh, that's that's bad. They're dirty talk. <laughs> Depends on which which one you go to. Like you're going out to the one in Lewiston. Ugh. Yeah, somehow they, can, none of somehow they can fit 35 n- gallons of gas in a 26 gallon tank right. over there. <laughs> <laughs> so their their gas. The one is that's out thinner. near Akron is <laughs> it's thinner. Pretty good. Well, there's a bunch of them, but none of none of them are wholesaling gas through us, so we don't like that. Don't like them. Right. What was that place I asked you about? I know you probably don't want to say their name. It's a Japanese name. It sounds like, but I'm, yeah, but they're headquartered in Binghamton. They're like on every fucking corner. They're yeah. like the right aid to gas stations that way, in, yeah. the su- in the southern tier of Finger Lakes area. Where was I at? I was in one of our small, smaller store towns out that way, and they they heated with propane. And I'm, I'm taking pictures because I, I take pictures all outside and inside. And I walk out back, and the propane tank has that company's name plastered on it. So I sent it to my boss, and I'm like, really, we're buying propane from the competitor? 
Did they change that? No, we stole the yes. tank. We yeah. fill it everywhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of those big propane for like your heating. Right. Uh, I bought a propane tank from the Home Depot the other day. So you know you got to prepay, and then you go and punch a code in, and it opens up a gate. Right. So you open it up, and it's a brand new tank in there with no propane in it. I'm like, I just went right in the store. I said, just so you know, I'm not stealing from you. There's no propane in this thing. It looks brand new. It's right there. I said, something leaked out. I said, this isn't right, though. So feel it. They came out, and they're like, oh, okay, here's another one. So they got me a different one, but it was just strange. So, I mean, can imagine if you sent somebody there who didn't even know that how heavy it's supposed to be. Hey, I got your new propane. <laughs> well, I've, I've got my own propane tanks. So when they're up and they need to get reinspected and everything, I just go to Home Depot. Yep. Yeah. 7 Eleven's good for that too. And just exchange them. Yep. That's good. <laughs> it's your problem now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should have done that because I didn't. I wound up just buying new a couple times. And everybody was saying, though, you can still get them refilled on the res for there's no dates or anything. Yeah, there's a couple of places. There's that bottle place on Lincoln does propane refills. Doesn't. Uh, there's a place on West Ave. Does the dibs up on transit? Are, are they checking dates quality. and stuff too or no? Maybe. What's that? Are they checking dates of those containers, oh, too, though? I have though? no idea. Because the ones at the res, they said they don't. They just go there. Yeah, they don't care. They, they'll, fill, they'll fill up whatever you give them. They don't care if it explodes right there. What is it? I just is go to Ace. <laughs> you set all our tires on fire. Yeah. I, mean, I go there with a garbage bag, big plastic garbage bag. Yeah, I need some propane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring the whole tank, so I'm just going <laughs> to. Okay, sir. I'll put it in there when I get home. Yeah. Uh, we go to the um, the place down in Wright's Corners. The I guess it's like a feed store. Yep, in, in that plaza. Yep. Yeah. And uh, there's a place out on... Clyde's. It could be. Clyde's closed. No, it's still open. Looked open last time I drove by. And there's a uh, garden place out on Lockport Road, out towards um, where Thaxton's used to be, across the street from there. Oh, yeah. And uh, they do propane there. They'll fill your tank. Yeah. Yeah, they put it on the scale and they weigh it instead of going by volume. Right. So that was... Uh, do they have an adapter from a 20-pound tank to, like, the one-pound containers? Because yes. I'm thinking if I go, I want to. I feel like I would just want to fill my own one-pound containers up for when I do uh, we'll miss like you. camping. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they have the adapter for it, you figure you just go from the 20 to the one, right? How hard could that be? Instead of paying $7 or $8 a canister for those. Why don't you just get the little canister refilled by somebody who's trained to do that? I don't think they do that. I don't know. I've never tried. The little Coleman ones? Yeah. I don't think they refill them. Yeah, those are just throwaways unless you have an adapter that can go from the 20 do it yourself. Then there's probably a reason for that. Yeah, that's how they get you. Oh, my God. <laughs> no reason I can't fill it up. When I was a kid, my dad was teaching me how to switch the propane tank on the grill. And I said, I, I heard this is dangerous. What happens if I drop it? And he says, don't worry, you won't feel a thing. Yeah. <laughs> my father used to check gas lines. I can hear him. We'd put gas voice. lines in. My father would check gas lines with a lighter. He would just go up and yeah. down the gas lines with yeah. a lighter. just to, And I'm like, are you, are you sure? This I know right away if there's a leak. Yeah. yeah. I've done that in the house. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it as a kid, you're thinking, oh, my God, if there's a gas leak. If but, it flames, you just grab it and yeah. that'll snuff it out. Yeah. So the U.S. Department of Transportation cautions the public to never refill the DOT 39 cylinders, such as the one-pound cylinders used for camping. Huh. These type of containers are not designed to withstand the stresses of refilling. Yeah. That means, see if they have an adapter for that, though. <laughs> <laughs> they they got to be. There's got to be. Or, or I'm going to invent an adapter, and then we'll just go through and say, look, you use at your own risk. I'm not He's going to make you do. billions of dollars, like in the jerk, and then someone's going to die. <laughs> Warning, do not use to refill 
Yeah, I'll put the warning <laughs> label on there. I don't know why they did that. They got the warning label on there. <laughs> well, the box also said that's what it's for. <laughs> I can't hope that it fits that exact. I'm an LLC. Yeah. <laughs> Limited liability. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, goodness. I'm looking at the thing like there's there's just so many pages now of the old and unused and abandoned articles. I know. So there's so many of those and now even our articles for this show, they're getting less and less because sometimes you come in there and there's like 25 of them. Now we're here, seven. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Four of them are good. Yeah. <laughs> and most of them are food related. All right, mm. go with one. By the time uh, you're, li- uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> By the time you hear this, it will officially be pumpkin season. Fuck you. Starbucks is starting the pumpkin spice latte tap on Tuesday, which is tomorrow. Uh, the most popular item, the Starbucks pumpkin spice latte, is back for its nineteenth year. The drink combines espresso and steamed milk with cinnamon, nutmeg, and clove flavor. Not actual clove. Clove flavor. They just dump a cigarette in there and stir it. Uh. Along with some real pumpkin. Hopefully they run it through a blender first. You don't want a chunk of stems floating in your drink. The the pumpkin cream cold brew is also returning to menus for its fourth year. In addition to the apple crisp oat milk macchiato. Pumpkin cream cheese muffins. I would have read that scones. as Ralph Macchio. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> yeah. And pumpkin loaf, which just sits there. Oh. Out of all that, that would probably be the only thing I'd want to try. I'm a not one of those loaf? pumpkin. I'm not a pumpkin, a huge pie. I like pumpkin pie, like at Thanksgiving. Uh, that's about it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not one of those pumpkin, uh, like all the coffees. And stuff. Yeah. I like black coffee. Right. That's it. Pumpkin. I don't even like the flavored black coffees. You know the ones that say like it's a, whatever, a French vanilla Nope, but it doesn't taste. Just it smells French vanilla y, but it doesn't taste French vanilla y. So I don't understand why they can't even get away with that. I made that comment at one of the breweries we went to, the first one. They had raspberry something and pumpkin something. And Wendy goes, You don't want to try one of those? They go, They they shouldn't be putting fruit in fucking beer. What was the one that did it originally? Was it Blue Moon? That includes includes lime. You put the lime in the coconut. The only exception I make. Is Southern Tier or Ellicottville has a blueberry oh. beer, and my friend, I went out with her and another friend to a bar, and the bartender refused to serve me because I had no tits. <laughs> Served her instead, and she said that we could share the beer. And it was a blueberry thing from Ellicott. I think it was Ellicottville. Yeah. Someone bumped her and spilled her beer. She goes, "I guess you can lick it off my arm." So I did. Oh, nice. So that was fun. <laughs> and where did the blueberries come into play here? It was blueberry beer, so her arm tasted like blueberries. Uh, and her schnozzleberries tasted like schnozzleberries. <laughs> These carrots are a bit musty, though. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that your joke? I think you said that before. Bean tasted funny. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, did they say there's pumpkin-flavored Spam? Spam. No, that's just sacrilege. Shouldn't fuck with Oreos spam. to donuts to Spam to ramen noodles. And Tampax. I had yeah. pumpkin spice tampax. That was last year's thing, wasn't it? It would tingle a little bit. I, I had ramen last week for the first time in 20 years. The little, I like ramen. The little plasticky, but it was like the little noodles like that, and I just cooked the noodles up and just That's put a little bit a of soy in there, and it was nice. Right. I'll uh, I'll drain it and put half a stick of butter in there what you with, the, with the flavor to? packet. Oh, God. Good stuff. I don't use the flavor packet. 
Do you I eat just, it plain? I put a little soy in there, and that's about it. Or maybe I'll cut a little, like... Oh, you know what I did with this one? I made it like a cold noodle. I have, like, that PB2 peanut butter. So oh, I put that in there, and I made it. Do you ever have, like, the, the cold noodles from a Chinese restaurant? But it's peanut buttery flavored. So I made it like that. I put in a couple little different beans and stuff and red peppers. It was really good. I've never heard of that. Oh, so good. It's delish. Next thing I know, you're going to be one of those screwballs that puts it in whiskey. No, I, would, I tried that. Peanut I don't butter? Even, I don't like that. I don't like that. What are you taking pictures of? What are you reading? What's going on over there? Nothing. I was just grabbing my free money from my game. Huh. So, yeah, that's it. The yoga pants are going to be coming out. School start and everything's going to be happening. What do you call it? Star Wars year or something like that? Or is that Han Solo. Solo season. Han Solo season. Han it's Solo a little bit season. later. It's a little bit later. Oh. I guess a little bit colder. I had to go school shopping the other day for clothes. Yeah? I got pants. <laughs> I got shirts. I was like, look at me. Are you going to get your picture taken for the first day of school? Wait, yes. wait, wait. Is that just to cover because you were hanging out in the boys' section? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got boys' underwear half off. <laughs> but I went to Kohl's, and again, I'll tell you that. There's another, that's how they get you. I went spending last Kohl's week. cash. Yeah. So they got me with the Kohl's cash, and usually when I'm walking out of Kohl's, I give somebody Kohl's cash. I'm like, here, take this. It could be 50, 60 bucks. I said, I'm not coming back here. Every time I come back here, it's either I forget about it or I don't come back. So, But I decided I actually kept the Kohl's cash, and I set an alarm today to go buy stuff. Because it's like, oh, you get $60 coming to you and $10 off, you know? And so I go there, and then they're, they're, the women, some of the people are very nice in the registers, and some aren't, you know? Like, sometimes they're just really giving stuff away. This woman's like, well, you can't take the $10 off because that doesn't start till Tuesday or Wednesday, you know? And I'm like, well... So she gave me the 60, and I was like, well, what Transit? about 20? No, uh, no, Niagara Falls Boulevard. Okay. And then, then they're like, okay, well, what about, uh, is there any kind of, I don't have my coupons. I mean, I got the card. You know, do you have In anything like that, that? I'd like to put this candy bar on layaway, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way to get school clothes. We'd just be getting them now, and we'd outgrow half of them. You put your school clothes on layaway? I was proud to say I picked up some large shirts instead of, like, double X, so I'm okay with some of that. I got the, right. But some of the other shirts were... Uh, Extra large because they were the dress shirts. So I'm like, ah, I could have went, it could have went either way. But I'm like, you know what? I'd rather just go through and keep the extra large for now because if it get cold, I could throw a t-shirt under there if I wanted. But and then six pair of pants. But yeah, I mean, you go through and it's that Coles cash. It's another scam. There's no, they're not saving you no money. Me, I was there, cost me whatever, six hundred bucks for a few pair of pants, and I bought it. I did buy a pair of sneakers though too, a pair of runners. So I went with the Nike Air Max. Fancy. I, you know what? Because I, I was buying cheap sneakers, and I worked for Foot Locker for so long. And I said, you know what? I just wanted a nice pair of black sneakers to wear there. So those will be good enough. Let's see if they'll work. But I'm excited about everything starting up next week or this week. Sounds like fun. But you had bad customer service there? I just think that some of the women, like I had one woman who was just like, she actually took the stuff I was buying and then she said, okay, pay for all this right now. And then she's like, after you pay for this, you're going to get this coupon and you can use this for this and do this for this. So she just, she saved me like 150 bucks, like two years ago when she was doing stuff, bring it up like this and here you can use this coupon and do this. So I got a 30% off here. So she was just went above and beyond really, right. which is probably not good from a store point of view. You want people that are uneducated to pay a hundred percent, you know, but this one was fantastic. Cause I'm like, I don't know here, just take money. I've you know? done this for him twice. And then he still hasn't taken my phone number. <laughs> she <Yeah>. says, <laughs> that, you know what? Maybe that's it. You got to hit me over the head with a sledgehammer if you're trying to pick me up because I'm just feeling like, ah, <laughs> geez, something must be wrong with this person. <laughs> if they're trying to hit me. The one I was in uh, one of the stores the other day, like at a Dollar General, just to pop in. And 
and uh, the one cashier and said, we're going to say kayaking. I love kayaking. I've never been kayaking. I wish I can go kayaking. And I'm just like, yeah, it's a lot of fun. You should give it a shot. And then I just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> was he was he cute? He's a little short for me, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't get it. All you have to do is tell her, I only have one kayak. It's a one-person kayak, but you can probably sit on my lap. Yeah. <laughs> that it's a straddle f- kayak. Got a special peg so you won't fall off. Yeah. <laughs> but I, you know what? Sink. It's not attached to me or anything. I was trying to avoid that, though, actually, because I think that's where she was going. <laughs> she wanted the one-person kayak for the old hippity-dippity. <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> yeah. I'm not. For what? What am I going to do? I'm 50. What I are can't you going to do? You're going to show woman. her a good time. Go fucking kayaking, man. That's right. And if she's at Dollar General, don't have to worry about her dragging her teeth. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 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 That's just horrible. <laughs> she was a nice human being. Unless she drops them on you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are horrible. <laughs> Pick on women. <laughs> They got Dollar General in Ransomville? <laughs> Did anybody from Ransomville come playing yes. that stuff? Really? <laughs> Perfect. I have a message I, for you, Walden. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you very Is much. Is it somebody you know or no? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's exactly the response we'd expect from somebody from Ransom, Tucky. <laughs> We've got a car dealership, a streetlight, a Crosby's, and the world's biggest trailer park. <laughs> Only because we don't get tornadoes here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to Ransomville now. I've never been to Ransomville. Is that where the races are? Yeah. I, yep. I don't think I'm allowed in Ransomville. Can we go to the races? <laughs> Do you guys ever go to the races? I'd like to go to the races. I haven't been since I was a kid. I haven't been to Ransomville track in 30 years. We did it one Is day. Is that the one where it's like off the throughway where you can see it? Am I no, in? that's Lancaster. Oh, okay. We did it one day for a corporate sponsored thing. Uh, Tammy was... The assistant manager and the manager wasn't available to attend it, so she's like the hostess of their corporate box at Ransomville Speedway. He said box. <laughs> corporate. <laughs> Your wife's box. What a joke. <laughs> it had a fucking storm door on it that just banged exactly the way you would expect Ransomville <laughs> to bang, you know? <laughs> the box? The, the box. The, cor- the, the corporate box had a fucking storm door on it like your front door. Noise. No I got news for you. Those are probably my kind of people. You, you open the door and just dirt comes flying in. Right. Oh, I was in the food. It Don't was, call her that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're going to if you're going to Ransomville to watch a race, <laughs> that's Miss you bring a bandana to put that. over your nose and mouth. Oh, okay. And you wear glasses over that. This was this was yeah. a quote unquote corporate sponsored event, so we were dressed. You can't dress like casual. there. Well, I know that now. What do you have to dress? I like would have worn more. I would have worn more tan clothing. That's cool because that's right. all I bought was flannels today. It's pretty dusty and dirty after right. a race. That much I remember. Are you drinking in the stands and stuff? Like, is that stuff you going have on there to. too? It's the only way you can make it through the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I would like it. I want to do a. We should do a, a live from in Ransomville, or a uh, not a live from. Have fun, cool. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do an uh, an on location. I don't want to squeal like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen for the banjos. If you hear the banjos, run. <laughs> I told my daughter the same thing. If you hear a banjo and they go, run. Well, see, so they know music theory out there. <laughs> so they know what's up. Music ain't nothing but a theory. 
<laughs> yeah, the last time I went to a car race was at Watkins Glen for the NASCAR weekend. I think I had a friend of mine go to Watkins Glen because they let like normal cars go on there like one yep. day a week or something it, like actually, that. Actually, this upcoming Saturday. Yeah, so they would go on and like all their, their I think she was in a mini club with all the little minis, so they all got to go up there and ride around the track. How long do you get to ride around the track for? Do you get to do just like one lap or can you actually I get on it? I think there's a time. Yeah, I think there's a time limit. That would be kind of cool. See how van, fast that van goes. There you go. <laughs> the van's weird. Like, I drove it all the way to Jamestown. I went to that museum we talked about. And driving back, the check engine light comes on when I'm about halfway home. And then I just take it to my buddy's place, and I camp out there for a week. But it starts up again, and, and then it just yeah, it doesn't. It just goes off again. So I don't know if it's just when it's running and it's hot and it cools down and it's good again. So I'm sure it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Rich. My check engine light's on. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I do an impression of Rich's car now. Clunk, 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 clunk. Speaking of theory, Walden, you got one of your sports guys over here as a theory. You should uh, you should jump onto that. What happened now? Shaquille O'Neal's got a theory. I figured you'd hone in on that one. I read through it when we first got here. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's a flat out lie. That is a flat out lie. It won't open. Oh. Oh, I got to hold the finger down on it and then hit open link. Okay. Shaq and I are the same age. I didn't know that. Shaquille O'Neal clarified his comments about the earth being flat after taking a flight from the United States to Australia. Which Australia doesn't exist. It doesn't even exist. Yeah. Right. It can't. It's, it's, right on, on, it's right on the edge. The NBA legend was asked during an appearance on the Kyle and Jackie O show, and his former comments about the conspiracy theory were a joke, or if he did, in fact, believe the notion to be true. Here's a theory. <laughs> O'Neill told host Kyle and Sandalands. Kyle Sandalands? And Jackie Henderson? <laughs> how, how is she Jackie O if she's Jackie Henderson? Yeah. She's Jackie O. Oh. What a fucking stupid she got married. face. You can't take any credibility from this show. They just cut the, the face off of it. <laughs> Jackie O face. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a theory. It teaches a lot of things. It's just theories. He repeated. The former LA Lakers star explained his rationale by drugged. using his flight from the U.S. to Australia as an example. I flew 20 hours today. Not once did I go this way. I'm guessing he pointed in a direction, which is great for podcasts as well. <laughs> Noting he didn't f- tip over or go upside down. He added, <laughs> he's also unsure about whether the planet is spinning. You know, they say the world is spinning. I've lived on a lake for 30 years. <laughs> I've never seen the lake move to the left or right. Apparently, this lake does not have waves. <laughs> or a tide. Or that's, yeah. When Kyle mentioned that it's possible to travel from the U.S. to Australia from both coasts, Shaq responded, it's still a straight line. Okay. It's true the Earth is flat, he said at the time. Listen, there are three ways to manipulate the mind. What you read, what you see, and what you hear. In school, the first thing they teach us is, oh, Columbus discovered America. Why has he got to be going after Italians? Right. (laughs) Uh, Cristobal Colombo. But when he got here, there were some fair-skinned people with long hair smoking on peace pipes. So what does that tell you? Columbus didn't discover America. Just saying, I drive from Florida to California all the time, and it's flat to me. I do not go up and down at a 360-degree angle and all that stuff about gravity. 
Have you looked outside Atlanta lately and seen all these buildings? You mean to tell me that China is under us? China is under us? It's not. The world is flat. He's fucking around. I've seen this guy speak intelligently. He's got real college degrees as well as honorary ones. Well, his college isn't happy with his comments. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They're going to take back his honorary doctorate? Well, it, I mean, it, you don't have to be brilliant to be a professional athlete, Gronk. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Actually, I think that a lot of that's a gimmick for him. I mean, I think he's kind of a meathead. But I think he's kind of embraced it and taken it to another degree. Well, I think he's very much a meathead. He might actually not be an idiot, but he's still a complete meathead. Dude hasn't spent any of his contract money. Still. He's only lived off endorsement money and stuff. So he's got some brains. Or someone's telling him he's got a good advice. He's got good parents. Yeah. But is, is Shaq smart enough to not eat Tide Pods? No, 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 no. <laughs> Sam Bentley, a geology and geophysics professor at the Star's alma mater, Louisiana State University, which is LSU, told Bleacher Report in 2017 that the former center should act responsibly, considering he has such a large platform. Shaquille O'Neal is claiming that the Earth is flat based on his observations driving from California to the East Coast, and he's not using all of the available data. Derek Muller, who earned a Ph.D. in physics at the University of Sydney and runs a YouTube channel, Veritasium. What he said, (laughs) it leads their fan bases to consider ridiculous ideas to be true. Obviously, these people have godlike reputations among some of their fans. They're clearly prominent, and even if you don't fully believe them, it definitely raises the visibility of the claims. That's what is happening in stupidity this week. (laughs) Look at the people. He's got 26.4 million viewers on Instagram and 15.8 million on Twitter. Which I'm sure a lot of that's overlap, right? Oh, sure. Well, nobody has both. <laughs> that's crazy talk. I don't have either. I should say that. I have an Instagram that I'm signed up for, but I've never been on. And I think same thing with a Twitter. I rarely use Instagram. I have it. But I used it last night to watch. They went to Instagram Live last night for my daughter's walk through the pillars. They have all the freshmen at the college walk through the pillars of where the old building used to be. They left two pillars there. And then you don't go near in this circle of where the pillars are until you graduate and you walk through the other direction. So they had that live. And they count down, and the Red Dragons, that's their mascot. So this dude dressed as a Red Dragon takes off running as soon as he gets to one, falls flat on his face. His, his head goes bouncing across the bricks. <laughs> what kind of dragon? Like a Japanese, uh, Asian-type dragon, or a like American-looking Just dragon? Just a dink dressed in a dragon outfit. It looked like a middle-aged, beer-bellied, drunk guy dragon. Oh, yeah, definitely not Asian. That happened <laughs> to one of the NFL mascots this week. He, oh, yeah, the yeah. Uh, Poe. Pope blew out his ACL. Yeah. And he stayed in costume the entire time. That's dedication. That is. But then he came back. Poe did anyway. Probably not the same guy in the costume. <laughs> Nevermore. <laughs> Nevermore. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> nice. That was nice. A literary illusion right there. From Walden. Yeah. Good job, yeah, Walden. From the stupid guy. <laughs> I wouldn't say stupid. No. Just not very smart. <laughs> no. You told me you only read like two books. No, ever I've read in, more than two. Ever in your entire life. Not in the last two years. Oh. That's for sure. Fuck. I just found out I got the first overall pick in my fantasy draft. Who are you, you going to pick? Who are you going to pick? Who are you going to pick? Which fantasy draft is that? Uh, fantasy foosball. Oh. 
I'm taking Rich because he spins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First overall, I think that you should take. Always go with a running back. A running back? Hmm. I'm not sure who I would choose. That's a tough call. Do you go with your heart or do you go with your head? I Josh the available Allen, data. Josh Allen has slipped to 13th overall if you read the uh, pro football, whatever the heck their thing is. Really? Pro football talk, yeah. Damn. They're trying That's to keep him a sleeper. No, right. it was the NFL top 100. He, he was only ranked 13th. He was in the top 10 last year. Now he's in the 13th. Right. Now he's 13th. So you should go with Chad Kelly. Oh, that sounds like <laughs> very good advice. Thank you very much. <laughs> and when you win, you can thank me. Uh, it will be Jonathan Taylor. Thomas? Yeah. Not Thomas. <laughs> Just Jonathan Taylor. Sports! <laughs> Go team! <laughs> I like the foosball. And that's going to be it? That's going to be your first pick? And she showed me her boobies, and I like them, too. <laughs> yeah, it'll be Jonathan Taylor, but don't tell anybody. I won't. Well, by the time well, they, they won't hear, hear it here. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've already chosen, right? Okay. Okay. Anything else you can't live without on this list? Well, I think the opposite of uh, pumpkin spice season has got to be frozen treat season. And Oscar Mayer. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to go with this one. <laughs> in their infinite wisdom, released a Oscar Mayer cold dog, which is basically a hot dog flavored popsicle. They froze oh. hot dog water. Oh. And the chocolate starfish. <laughs> well, people can debate the right condiments or question how Miko Sudo can eat so many hot dogs in one sitting. The reality is that the classic food always has a spot on the table. The summer has seen various foods take unexpected twists from the Velveeta Martini, which I think we talked about, mm -hmm. to the Mustard Donut, which is a new one. Culinary creativity is pushing people outside of their comfort zone. Otherwise, Although people might be, balk at the first bite, others are open to the experience. Uh, recently, Oscar Mayer posed a simple question on social media. Cold dog, stupid or genius? While the Instagram commentary was quite robust, the reality was this idea was not part of the zeitgeist. Until now, that is. The zeitgeist. Oh. In conjunction with Pop Bar, people can get a taste of the Oscar Mayer cold dog. If there was ever a way to end the summer of 2022 with a bang, this frozen food might be that bite. I don't, I don't buy it. This frozen food is meant to taste like the Oscar Mayer wiener that everyone knows and loves. It is described as refreshing and smoky with umami notes. Plus, oh. there's a mustard swirl, not fucking ketchup. <laughs> As it should be. It can be purchased at select pop bar locations for $2. In addition, the iconic Wienermobile is getting an icy makeover. The beloved pop culture symbol will be offering cold dogs in New York and New Jersey through August 27th, which was two days ago. It sounds like a terrible, terrible idea. It's brilliant. They froze hot dog water, which costs like nothing. Yeah. It's Gwyneth Paltrow approved. <laughs> I think and it, a frozen hot dog will help the ladies on a warm, warm so day. So they're supposed to put this in their hoo-ha? No, they're supposed to eat it when they burn the stinky vag candle that she sells. <laughs> I think it, I would definitely try it, I'll be honest. 
Maybe let it melt and get a little slushy so you can eat it like a slushy. Like a, I, I try that should one. be a flavor. They should actually pair up since they already sell hot dogs over at 7-Eleven. They should go with 7-Eleven, get rid of their Ice Blue Mountain and throw in Oscar Mayer Wiener flavor slushies. And call it seven miles long. Yeah. <laughs> Shawshank slushies. <laughs> oh. that's, that's a little... Yeah, watch what happens when all of a sudden they do pair together with 7-Eleven and the nationwide. It's crazy. It's horrible. Hey, this is crazy. Is that Carly Rae Jepsen? I do not know. I can't remember. Yes. Okay. Have you guys tried Hard Mountain Dew? Hard Mountain Dew? No. Hard Mountain Dew. No, I just had a Mountain Dew Red, and that tastes like metal, like Coke. Ever since I got the COVID, all that stuff tastes really bad to me. So I did buy some of those, and it tastes just as bad to me. So, But I don't know what the hard one is. Like actual alcohol? Yeah, it's it's an actual alcohol. It's a malt liquor. Oh. Now apparently they're marketing it by offering virtual weddings in the, um, what do they call it, the metaverse, which is the... Virtual reality from Facebook, I think. Bachelors and bachelorettes looking to wed an adult beverage must express their undevoted love and passion for hard Mountain Dew in the form of an epically awesome proposal to be considered. Mountain Dew announced it was going the alcohol route earlier this year, and now the brand hopes there's been enough time for super fans to fall in love for hard Mountain Dew. Fans must propose to Hard Mountain Dew by sharing their love story and writing a legendary personalized wedding proposal that shows the brand why they're the one to spend a lifetime of happiness together. I can't imagine anybody submitting this as a full head. That's TV. coming out of Tennessee, Arkansas. That love letter. Might be a lot of mispronunciations and misspellings, but nevertheless, it's coming from they, one of those they locations. They can all say Mountain Dew. Yeah. Y'all Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Yep. <laughs> I threw a bunch of Grandpa Chips war medals off a bridge. <laughs> the lucky winner will be flown to Las Vegas for a wedding ceremony at the Little Vegas Chapel. The fan and their new aluminum spouse will stay two nights in an epic Vegas suite, and the wedding reception will be held at one of Vegas's hottest clubs. Where did I see something about the metaverse on here? The title. That's what I thought. But it's, it's not the metaverse. It's that chain. Uh, Mountain Dew partnered with the Boston Beer Company to produce cans of the 5% alcohol by volume Dew. Those interested in proposing can do so at harddoidoo.com. That is not the website of the week. It should be. Down. I don't know why not. <laughs> Submissions will be scored on imagination, originality, and most importantly, spelling and grammar. Oh, Craig left. He would have thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He's going to hear that when he's editing this. He is going to hear squeal it. Squeal with delight. <laughs> the ceremony is not a legally binding marriage, and people can still marry the can if they currently have a spouse. So it's all... It's all... Uh, fucking stupid. Fucking stupid is what it is, yeah. Exactly what it is. All right. The rest of these articles suck. Are you going to do a Germany watch? I could, but... <laughs> I got to tell you, this thing is translated from German to English, and it's as English as anything you'd name. You I say, think it'll be fun. English. Did, did you just say English? I did say English. Okay. We've, we've, we've covered that topic pretty thoroughly. On Tuesday morning, a dispute broke out at Ogendorfer See in the German city of Hamburg, which escalated. It all started harmlessly. A woman walking her dog near the sea in the morning suddenly 
uh, was walking your dog, and suddenly a man appears and begins to insult the woman and her two companions and kick the dog. <laughs> the woman then pulls out her cell phone and wants to call the police. Kick my dog. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not my dog. She now, kicked my dog. Now I'm going to fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> now the argument escalates. The man pulls down his pants, unpacks his penis, and exposes himself <laughs> in front of the woman. Unpacks. <laughs> It translated from German as unpacks. <laughs> the argument gets completely out of hand when the man grabs a dead seagull from the ground and starts beating the 31-year-old woman with it. With his dong hanging on. <laughs> with his dong hanging on. <laughs> He's helicoptering at the same time. <laughs> so what is this What is this act going to be called on Urban Dictionary? <laughs> helicoptering while beating someone with a pe- dead penguin or dead s- seagull. That, that'll be or something. Look at the little dead seagull. Got <laughs> <laughs> a picture of it. Or dead bird. The police, who have been alerted in the meantime, came immediately and arrested the man after a short chase, which shouldn't have taken very long with his pants around his ankles. <laughs> According to police, a police spokesman, the man initially tried to flee through the lake. The police took up the pursuit with a fireboat and a helicopter. Police offer the police officers. Would have reached the man in the middle of the lake. The two police officers then jumped into the water and arrested him. Two knives were found on the man. And his dick was out? And his dick was out. Well, he was fully loaded. (laughs) Got to be careful running with knives in your hand if your dick's out. He was going to stab somebody with something. Yeah. And that's what's happening in Germany this week. Those fucking Germans are crazy. (laughs) Octoon, baby. (laughs) Hell, you don't want to do your... uh there's a lot of words in this one, and I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I, I mean, honestly, that's it's like how seven they get pages. You. It's it. something about Burger King Man. and the future of fast food and their billion-dollar companies, and they want everybody to have. You hear somebody walking upstairs? No, oh. he's trying to get out of reading it. That's no, there's I just. Thinking. I was trying to read it. There's just a ton of stuff in here. I can't really figure out whether that's how they get you part. All right. You want me to read it? Go ahead. All right. Normal or with meat? That's the question customers at an Austrian Burger King will hear from now on as the chain brings plant-based meat to the forefront as the normal version. Fuck that. The majority of Burger King Austria's menu will default to vegan meat unless customers specify otherwise, which means they're, they're giving up on being the Burger King. Because right. now they're the soy Burger King. Right. But it's Austria. I am Burger King. <laughs> Whose idea was this? <laughs> uh, Burger King has been leading a shift away from meat following a launch of the Impossible Whopper in 2019 with much success. In Europe, it's trialed several meat-free pop-ups. <laughs> is, that like, is that like the, the Oscar Mayer hot dog? Uh, fucking rocket pop. That be. I, uh, I thought more of a lesbian bar. <laughs> <laughs> Meat free pop ups. <laughs> Recent data shared by the company found one in three Burger King burgers sold in Belgium is meat free. Demand for plant based options has never been higher. Sales of vegan food in the U.S. alone surpasses five billion dollars in 2019, according to the Plant Based Food Association, who are a bunch of fucking liars. <laughs> <laughs> Vegan meat sales make up more than $1 billion of the segment. According to the Good Food Institute, the category increased by more than $450 million in sales over the last three years. 
So they're a bunch of fucking liars, too. Best food giants have struggled in recent years to satisfy changing customer dietary preferences. McDonald's has tried and failed with a number of healthy-leaning menu items like wilted salad. Despite consumer efforts to reduce saturated... Because if you're going to eat healthy, you don't go to fucking McDonald's. That's right. Uh, despite consumer efforts to reduce saturated fat and sodium intake, they continue to expect reliable indulgences from their fast food favorites. That's been a difficult crossroads for the major burger chains. So suffice to say, if you just go and order a Whopper and you don't tell them that you don't want a soy byproduct, you're getting a soy byproduct. You're getting a soy and, byproduct. And here's my conspiracy theory on all that. I feel like that the, all these companies like McDonald's and Burger King and everybody who's just like a big fast food place has been using this type of fake meat or plant-based meat for years and years and years because, you know, it was just cheaper and they're just telling you it's meat and there's only a certain amount of percentage that said it had to be beef to be That's used. That's why Burger King's thing over McDonald's was they always had 75% more beef than McDonald's. Yeah. It's because they used real beef at Burger King or wherever it was and McDonald's was using yeah, all soy this. Bike And now... They realized that all they did was they, instead of trying to continue to lie to the public about this being real meat and having to fight for it, they just changed the dynamic, went to advertising agencies, and said, you know what? How about if we make it a healthy choice for people and they're going to want it this way? And we can pay now all the money that we lost on giving them this stuff to begin with, and we'll charge extra for it because now they'll feel like, well, it costs more because it's healthier. And right there, my friend, is how they get you. They're not going to pay for that now, though. They're going to pay for that Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Wimpy. But this is just in Austria. For so now. far. For now. So far, it's going to be all over the place. Here's the problem. My wife and children are vegetarian, and they like veggie burgers. Give me the Whopper. So they used to be the original Garden Burger <laughs> and other stuff like that, and companies have, are slowly doing away with that. My wife and kids like those burgers because they don't want something that tastes like meat. Exactly. However, now the Impossible Burger and I forget what the other one is called. Beyond. Yeah. The Beyond Burger. They're, this, these taste like real like real meat. They're not <laughs> for the vegetarians. They're to dupe us yeah. into eating better. And we're, and we're not. No. It's, Would it's you say not. they're trying to supplant real meat? Ha. Yeah. <laughs> and all the chemicals and all the soy and all the stuff that's on okay. there is going to just make everything go back to the pharmaceuticals because your blood pressure is going to go up, your cholesterol is going to go up, all the sort of things that are bad for you are going to go up, and you're going to have to go to the doctor, and they're going to say, oh, well, hey, you know what? You've been eating better, but you have eaten too you much soy. You this. Yeah. And so what these companies are doing who are making the Impossible and the Beyond Burger is they're now alienating vegetarians who aren't looking for a burger that tastes like beef. Yeah. They want that. Well, those vegetarians already know how to make their own burgers. For the most part, yeah. So they already know. They're doing their chopping stuff up there. But doing it makes it, it difficult it. to go out. Yeah. If they exclusively eat vegan. It's crazy, man. So, Rich, what's happening in Canada? Cue the music. Jesus. Give him a second, wow. man. <laughs> he was quick on that. I was that feeling trigger. it. Premature again. I know. So you should have gone kayaking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and next time we'll try putting the kayak in the water. <laughs> <laughs> There's our title. Next time we put the kayak in the water. Your listening pleasure is Canada Watch. Smell like pine trees in moose piss. <laughs> Canada Watch. Your furry hat matches your furry underpants. <laughs> it's a design flaw or you need a trim. Canada Watch. <laughs>
<laughs> Do you smell like beaver dams and old toes? Canada wants. <laughs> Your uncle looks suspiciously like an elk. Canada wants. <laughs> sure does get lonely up there in the Yukon. Canada wants. <laughs> we have the polar bears and the milk in the bag, y'all. Canada wants. Hey, Gord. <laughs> We still like you, though. Canada Watch. In Canada this week, the woman without fingerprints has finally proven she has no criminal record. Huh. Andre Leger Cormier discovered she had lost her fingerprints in April when she tried to get a criminal record check to volunteer at her grandchildren's school. After four months of calling politicians and talking to the RCMP, she finally got a letter certifying she's never been convicted of a crime. I'm clear, but I still don't have any fingerprints. The Moncton woman, who's in her 60s and retired, had not gotten a background check in a while, so she does not know exactly when her finger fingers lost their identifiable pattern. What made her case more complicated is that she shared... Probably right before that big bank robbery. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what made her case more complicated is that she shared a name with someone with a criminal record. She said she just couldn't give up. I was thinking, okay, I really can't accept that. There is somebody somewhere that can help me. She had a little notebook where she noted every phone call she made and every person she talked to. And she contacted provincial... Provisional... Provincial and federal representatives that didn't really help, so she went directly to the source. What I need to do is go directly to the RCMP and fight about it, she said. You want to fight about it? <laughs> I went back to them and said, you know, I don't think it's fair. What can we do? That's what ultimately helped her get a letter in lieu of a traditional criminal background check. She said this was, an, this was important for her to speak publicly about her experience, to see if somebody had an answer, and to show people that this can happen. This September, she's starting to vo her volunteering hours at her grandson's school. She's looking forward to working with children, she said. Uh, she also got a referral at a, to a dermatologist to find out exactly what caused her to lose her fingerprints. Her family doctor said fingerprints can fade for people who have eczema. But I don't have that, she said. Despite not yet having an answer for why she has no fingerprints, she said she is happy this issue has been resolved. <laughs> <laughs> she rubbed them Fri off Friction I'm guessing They don't mention in the article But she's probably like One of those Rubik's Cube people That Rubik's make Cube it people. do it really fast Or those seamstress people In other news A famous portrait of World War II era British Prime Minister Winston Churchill Was stolen from an Ottawa hotel And replaced with a copy Without staff noticing for months It took officials at the Fairmont Chateau Laurier Hotel oh. <laughs> At least eight months before they realized the photograph, which may be worth than more, maybe worth more than one hundred thousand Canadian dollars, had been swapped. Uh, the portrait, created by Canadian photographer Yusuf Karsh in 1941, he sounds Canadian. Yeah, is one of the most widely reproduced images in the history of photography, according to Karsh's website. In 2016, the photo became the face of the Bank of England's five-pound note. The original hung in the Chateau Laurier Hotel until a date officials believe likely ranged somewhere between December 25th and January 6th. The hotel's general manager, Geneve Dumbass, said, told CTV. It's Dumas. This weekend, hotel employees noticed the photograph was hung improperly and the frame didn't match the others in the space. Hotel officials then used photographs sent in by the public to help establish when the original portrait and frame was switched out. 
their marketing director said an investigation into the portrait's disappearance is ongoing. The theft was likely an inside job, according to Robert Whitman, a former art crime investigator with the FBI. The beloved black and white photograph captures... Informer made it the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) The beloved black and white photograph captures Churchill scowling moments after Karsh plucked a cigar from the prime minister's mouth to snap the shot. By the time I got back to my camera, he looked so belligerent he could have devoured me. It was at that instant I took the photograph. Karsh had written about the photograph. I knew after I had taken it that I was, it was an important picture, but I could hardly have dreamed that it would become one of the most widely reproduced images in the history of photography. The photographer lived, and ran, lived at and ran his studio from the hotel for two decades, according to his estate. And when he moved away, Karsh left the hotel a collection of his photographs, including the one at Churchill. Fairmont Chateau Laurier urges anyone with information on the stolen photograph to immediately contact local authorities. And that's what's happening in Canada this week. Do you have a website for us? I always have a website for you. A good one? Well, I don't always have a good website for you. I'm putting www.yahoo.com slash fantasy sports. It's that time of year. You might as well. You got to be in it to win it. I put it in the doc so you guys don't have to type. Uh, this week's website is Komogo.com. That's K-A-M-O-G-O.com. Is it mobile friendly? Maybe. <laughs> so this website is action packed with I don't know how to describe the shit that's on here. It's got just somebody's idea of interesting things to put on a web page. The bad neighborhood of the internet. This is a wiki tree. It starts at the Wikipedia page for the universe. And when clicked, it shows all the pages that it links to. Then you can click on those pages and so on. You'll be able to eventually get to most Wikipedia pages from this tree. All right, here's the FAQ. What is Komogo? Komogo is a collection of web apps that nobody wanted, needed, or asked for. Every page is different programming experiment that aims to be more pointless than the last. Zero energy universe. Oh, my God. It just keeps going. There is a ton of stuff on here, and it's all... Dumb, but it's kind of interesting too. <laughs> density matrix. You just keep, keeps keeps going and going. You are my density. <laughs> See, they have the the one you're gonna like the most is the generate a Trump speech. What the hell's that at? It's in here. It's in there. Using in there. some Markov chain magic and a few of Trump's speeches, we can now generate an infinite amount of Trump speeches. I am so sorry. Where is this at? <laughs> it's. It's on the website. You just got to scroll through to find it. Except Walden is going to read it from my laptop. I got, I got a draft in one minute. Um, thank you. So they have no return. $24 trillion. We got to complete impossible. They're sending their currency so deeply with Mexico. <laughs> the reports on Pennsylvania Avenue, the lobbyists, for everybody. But they're building one of a cheerleader. <laughs> but the world... You can have to use a place doesn't have. Iran is another one. The government and every before. You got a way to happen anymore. So protect our nation. No deal. <laughs> no deal. <laughs> he would certainly have no clue. They tell me they aren't smart. And believe, believe. I'm not. What are you going to make? A billion? A billion dollars? A little while? And it's virtually useless. It's a real number. The guts to him. Where is this on here? <laughs> it's number three. 
Number I'm three. Looking, I'm looking too. Like yeah, I'm, I can't. I'm not. You see how the web address adds a number at the end? Take out whatever number's there and put in a three. Okay. Two point five billion. It's like take care of you. <laughs> I'm proud of people, and by all over, the only Republican politicians want. We're not an obligation to overturn Syria. <laughs> Think of people that can do have incentives to twenty feet, which is it corroded or a plan. <laughs> I think he actually may use his website. <laughs> this is no less coherent than any Trump speech ever has been. I can't no more. <laughs> well, thank you. For I, that. I get dumb if I read more. <laughs> Me no one. Well, today he I said that, that the Supreme Court should declare the 2020 election invalid and he should be reinstated. So, Of course. Yeah, he's been saying this since April before the election. It's bad. So check this out. It is Kamogo, K-A-M-O-G-O.com. If you I already go, said that. I say it repeated all the time anyway. If you want to check out the generated Trump speech, go to the slash three at the end of Kamogo.com and tell us what you come up with. Let us know. And no one has so far come up with any uh, jack-o'-lantern boob thing. No, no booba lanterns. No booba lanterns and no jack o' lantern designs you yet. You suck. I bet you got plenty of bestiality porn though. I did not. I don't use that email address I don't anymore. Actually. <laughs> so check it out, Komogo.com. This week for shenanigans, it's been Ellen with a Y. Good night, everybody. Matt. Good night. Rich. Bye. Walden. Hi, everybody. And I'm Craig. Thanks for listening. Join us again next you week. Finally, fucking woke up. Thank you.